Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? The human torch was denied a bank loan. That's from Anchorman. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Very good. Uh, Hey, what's up, y'all? Annyeonghaseyo. Como estas? Sawadikab. Hola. Hi. Hi. I'm Tim Chantarangsu. And I'm David So. Welcome back to Dudes Behind the Foods, the best motherfucking podcast in the whole motherfucking world. Better than No Chaser, better than Genius Brain, better than um, The Bear Cast with Bart and Gio. The Bear Cast? That was a curveball. Better than Big Mood, better than, better than all that shit, bro. Trash. Trash, garbage, we out here, bang, bang. Uh, what's up, man? How are you? You know, there is a very good question to ask you. 
And I feel that now we're at this age when we, when we first started doing content, right? Mm. We were one of the people that were watching us. And now that we've grown, we are now becoming like the, the, the advice uncles. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that a lot of like young, young men struggle with a lot, right? Is that it's uh, picking style with their clothes. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So when, the, when that advice comes out where we talked about, you know, we always talk about having confidence, swag, all that other stuff, right? And I think that what women notice a lot about men is like how they dress, mm-hmm. right? So if you were to ask, like, or if a young person was supposed to ask, listen, I dress like trash, I don't got any good clothes, right? What are like 10 pieces that I need to get to start a wardrobe? Mm. Okay, first of all, this is a very interesting question. Because I feel like you are somebody who has your own style and you do it very, very well. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I agree. I don't, you know, I do follow trends, but I also just kind of like to do my own shit. Yes. Let me throw a couple caveats into the mix real quick. I realize I'm a grown-ass man and uh, I I don't necessarily dress like a grown-ass man. Like, because people be like, I get the occasional comment, Tim, bro, why do you dress like you're still in high school? Like, first of all, I rap and make jokes about my penis for a living. You feel me? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not about to fucking put on a shirt and tie and a button-up shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, do you say that to Pharrell? I exactly. I did not drop out of college so I could put on my fucking buttons. All right. I wonder what the fuck I want, dog. <laughs> I I pretend to be a rapper for my life, okay? So he still comes up to me, asks me if I want to buy his mixtape every day. <laughs> I'm like, hey, my man, you like hip hop? It's like, bro, we're friends. <laughs> um, second, you like hip hop? You like hip hop? My man, my man, my man, you like hip hop? You like hip hop? I, I fucking hated that shit, dude. It always made me nervous. I want to be like, hey, man, just get a SoundCloud, man. <laughs> this is not the way. <laughs> You know there's Spotify? Yeah, Doc, there's different ways. You don't have to be out here all day doing this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that that's the first caveat is that like yeah, yes, I, I don't I don't dress like, you know, quote unquote my age. Um secondly, second caveat is that um I'm a fucking dad now. And also, like, I'm not trying to impress anybody because one really annoying comment I got on the last episode of No Chaser, because I was wearing just like some fucking crocs that I'm wearing right now. And Nikki Blades and Rick were both wearing some nice J's. One of the comments was like, yo, bro, Nikki Blades and Rick both got that heat on, man. Get get those plastic ugly things off your feet, right? You are poor. Be quiet. And I said, <laughs> meh. Meh. Because, well, look, not to sound crazy, but yes, for one, I'm a grown-ass man. I have no one to impress. And two, I got money. I'm good. <laughs> I don't need to try and impress people. Yeah, what's wrong with a couple of chunk glasses? Huh? Yeah, and some uh, fucking Crocs, my right. guy. We don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Uh, okay, that being said, 10 pieces that I feel like for someone who is struggling on how to present themselves in a fashionable way. Because it could really do wonders for for you, right? And I, and I feel like for me as a comic, I've never really cared as much. Mm-hmm. And But if I have to, I do it. And I, it does make me feel good. Mm-hmm. But when you're a comic and you're kickboxing half the time, you ain't trying to fucking, <laughs> you who, sweat. Who gives the a fuck, yeah. right? We're married. Like, who, who, yeah. who actually cares? Exactly. Okay, so check this out. As a young man, I feel like, especially in L.A., I feel like this is a big L.A. thing, right? Get you a nice black T-shirt that fits you well, that fits you nicely, okay? Black T-shirt or a white T-shirt. That, like, real plain and simple because out here in L.A., 
you, and I didn't even know this was an LA thing. I just thought I just liked to dress like this. Cause, but I posted one time where it was a bunch of us at the club. Um, a lot of the homies were, and including myself, in black t-shirts, little gold chain. Everyone was like, "Oh, y'all are so LA," which only oh. wear only wearing black and gold out to the club. I was like, "Oh, is that an LA thing? I don't know." Oh, so. Uh, just a regular, nicely fitting black T-shirt will do wonders, and also it's like you can wear it anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, black T-shirt one. And plus, a black T-shirt will like if you got uh, puffy nipples, which I do on occasion, it'll 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 squish those nips down. You feel me? <laughs> Perfect. I like to wear a white T-shirt too, but sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, my nips my nips aren't right for this white T-shirt right now. You know what I'm saying? Okay, black T-shirt. Um, for me personally. <laughs> Get you some black jeans too. Black jeans. Black jeans. Can't go wrong with some black jeans. So at this point, Tim is just setting you up to be a burglar <laughs> <laughs> or a hot topic employee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, let's see. Um, for me, oh man. Now, are we talking about black jeans in terms of it being washed black jeans, or are we talking about? I like personally. I like just a straight. Jet black jeans. I go to Hot Topic and get some fucking black and and all. You know, I know I just made that joke, but I go to black. I go to Hot Topic to get some black skinny jeans, and that was like my shit for years. I could wear that with anything. Wear it to a semi casual event. Wear it with like little like you know fucking t shirt and some and some sneakers to a casual event. It was just like came in handy. You okay. know, um, two things: black shirt, black jeans. Let's go to shoes. Let's go to shoes. This is a, this is a part where I feel like a lot of young men fail. <sighs> okay, so this gets tricky because it like what is your vibe? You feel me? What is your vibe? I know the youngins love a pair of dirty Air Forces. Um, I don't always feel a hundred percent comfortable rocking like. Cause they like to wear dirty fucking Air Forces, I hate bro. Them. I hate it. That's like a, th- a a thing thing. I know, and I hate it. I look. I don't mind leaving the house in some somewhat dirty Nikes. Like my go-to Nikes are some um, Air Maxes that are you know kind of worn. Um, but these kids wear some dirty fucking forces, bro. I can't do it. You can't do it. Um, but like, if you want to go dirty, I feel like dirty chucks out here in LA will always be like, will get a pass. Like, oh, he's this is the you're either a skater or you're oh, you're fashion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I like a pair of you know um, some type of, a, a white shoe with a little something on it, like a black check or a little bit of something. Mm-hmm. I feel like a little bit of that. You can wear Get those vans, old schools. Oh, some old school vans, classic. Go with everything. Go with any and everything. Casual shit and formal so shit. So one of the things that I feel like a lot of young dudes fuck up on is like, you guys are so into being uh, hype beast sneaker kids, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the biggest fallacies when you start to dress up is that, and I know, it's like, David, you never dress up. It's like, I do. I just, <laughs> you just, I don't post a lot on social media. Like, you you can't keep buying statement pieces. Not Every every piece of your fucking wardrobe is a statement piece. You look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. The only few people that can do that are people who are rich. They look like idiots, but they're billionaires, mm-hmm. right? So, but they look stupid. Yeah, they don't look fucking good. If you're a fucking scrub and a dweeb, the clothes isn't going to change anything. <laughs> you know? So don't worry about you know lacing yourself up with every fucking statement piece because mm-hmm. people will get that. Uh, they'll get those I don't know crazy looking kicks that are. Hella money, but it's like that's the only kicks that you have, and it doesn't go with anything that you're wearing. Yeah, man, it really like uh, I've I've bought so many 
extravagant things that I just never wear. You know what I'm saying? Like very expensive shoes that I never wear. And I just always kind of go back to either like one pair of like, I got a pair of like vape chucks that I wear all the time that are dirty as shit. Um, and this is some, some Nike Air Maxes that I feel like go with everything. Um, I mean, but also, I mean, it depends on your vibe too. Cause like, I don't necessarily like dressing to be flashy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like wearing a, a fit where people are like, are like, Ooh! like I like to just kind of keep it real basic. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When I'm going out, um, because my personality shines. Oh, you know, I say, man, for the shoe stuff though, some people for you don't have personality. You might need some uh, nice clothes. Well, hey, look, I mean, and that's that's a joke, but it's facts. Um, like we discussed on a previous episode, um, sometimes the best way to start a conversation is kind of wear your personality on your sleeve, no pun intended. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Whether it's your interests or you want to rock. Or maybe you are a, a, a sneakerhead that wants to be like, yo, let's see who knows about these fucking shoes. You know what I'm saying? And you don't you don't have the personality to start a conversation. Someone's going to be like, oh, wow, those shoes are crazy because you're wearing these some fucking outlandish shit. And it's a good conversation starter, you know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. there's that as well. I would definitely... Definitely go with the Vans Old School as mm-hmm. a very good starter because it goes with fucking just absolutely everything, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then I would, if I if I wanted to like, you know, we're doing streetwear type of shit, get some good Jordan ones, get some ones. I I look, um, l- I think that it that goes the same where it's like people that know appreciate. Mm-hmm. I you know I used to have a fashion YouTube channel called Tim's Bakery. <gasps> That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, man. I would do outfits of the day. I would do fucking like sneaker unboxings. What I, happened to that? Let me tell you what happened. Because cause the, the kids that fucked with that channel loved that channel. And it was such an easy channel to get um, sponsorships for, too. Like, Dude, you're such a... you. Sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, interrupt, You're a trendsetter, please. bro. Because <laughs> that shit now... Is hot as shit. I know, I know. It's a really popular... And you did that like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind fucking blown right now. I did it because kids were always asking me where to go to dress, like how should I dress for this and that, because they liked my clothes. So I did it just for that, because I didn't want to put this shit on my main channel. So I I started doing these outfits of the day, like, yo, this is where I shop, this is where I buy this. And, and, And like, you know, why I prefer like fucking skinny jeans, or I would do like, oh, these are my shoe collections. And the kids really fucked with it, right? But I tell you why I stopped is that the comments got really, really annoying. Like, fashion slash sneakerhead, um, the community, like, they're they're great. You know what I'm saying? They're very passionate about what they do. But, they, but the comments got so fucking annoying that I just didn't want to deal with it anymore. Because, like, I, people will be asking me how I dress for this and that. I'd put up an outfit of the day. And then all I would get is, like, people telling me, like, Oh, why am I wearing this? My outfit is trash. Like, oh, oh, he got this on with that. Blah blah blah. I'm like, oh my god, who fuck, who cares, y'all? This is how I dress. You know what I'm saying? So it got very just annoying mm. and like hypercritical. And I was just like, ah, oh, I don't feel like dealing with these comments. Duh, there are some people who I, I listen. It's it's weird coming from me, but you know, I own a clothing brand. I'm actually really really into clothing. Like clothing is one of those things that I really appreciate because it could change how you feel about yourself. Yeah, yeah. It could change the mood. It's just a really fun thing to be in, right? Mm. And like you said, like sometimes we follow trends because it's hot, but other times we have our own style whether it's hot or not. We we prefer it, we enjoy it, yeah. right? Um there's a guy, I I think his name is like Devin on Deck or Dev on Deck, but he does like these outfits of the days. A lot of the shit he wears 
I would never fucking wear. Right. But it's his style. Mm. And it works really well with him. Like he could he could take a single piece of clothing and deck it out into an outfit, and it's his confidence that makes it look really fucking mm. good. Mm-hmm. He understands color palettes. He understands what looks good on him. Mm. Like he said, like one of the things that I really like that he does, he does this part where he goes, "This is something that's fashion designer. This is a thousand dollars. Here's six different options that looks just like the same, and mm. I actually prefer it more." Mm. Right. So he doesn't dub stuff. He has like dope shit, like where it's like. You know, high-end brand stuff, but the other stuff is from Uniqlo, mm-hmm. Zara, yeah. and he'll piece it all together, and he does it based on what he likes and what he enjoys. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, damn, I don't like that fucking outfit, but I like the way it looks on him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the hard part. That's even hard for me, where I can't. I have trouble figuring out what my style is sometimes and what mm-hmm. looks good on me because I'm trying to base it off what other people wear. Right, right, right. right. And so that's why those comments kind of get annoying. Like that's trash. But then I know some of those people too. The way they dress, it's like you just do what wear whatever's hot right now. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it looks good on you or not. And then some people they try so hard to be different that their outfit's trash, but because it's different, they think it's fashion. <laughs> right, right, it's right. It's like you're trying too fucking hard. You just don't understand fashion, David. So. Maybe I don't, Tim. You all right? don't get it. And guess what? Guess who was writing those negative comments? It was me. Wow. <laughs> I had burner accounts. Have you ever met a hater in real life? Never. Not a single one of them will ever show up to my face. Yes, they will. Have I, I ever have. told you my story of meeting my real life hater? <gasps> like legit confronted you? Well, let me tell you what happened, David. So there was a guy years and years and years ago. Uh, let's say his name was like... Um, Grasshopper Ma, okay, and um, not Ant Ma, but Grasshopper Ma. Okay, and amazing suits. That was his. <laughs> that was his online account. This motherfucker was leaving comments on all my YouTube videos, talking shit, leaving an annoying ass comment. Like where it got to the point where if I didn't see a hater comment from Grasshopper Ma, I'd be like, Yo, is he okay? Are you, <laughs> are, are, are you all right, my guy? So constant negative negative comments from this dude. Right, one day. I had a club event and meet and greet in Vancouver, Canada. And I was out there, I was doing the meet and greet, and this dude comes up to me as part of the meet and greet, and he's like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? What's up? Let's take a picture, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hey, I'm Grasshopper Ma. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, man, I'm actually a big fan. I just like talking shit. I was like, Oh, I was like, you, oh, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, that's all, Okay. What a pussy. <laughs> I would roast that motherfucker so fucking hard. Mm. You, well, you listen, I don't know if it's necessarily like, I wouldn't say I've ever met somebody who like directly hates me that came up to me, right? Yeah. yeah. Because those people will never do it. Right. Because they do it under an- anonymity because that, that's what gives them strength. Because mm-hmm. they can't do it in person, right? And I'm not shitting on you. I get it. That's what the internet's for. Like you yeah. talk shit anonymously and it, that's what you do. That's fine. Right, right. Right. The only time that I've ever been like quote unquote confronted was when I was doing a, uh, I was doing stand up. And there was this person that was writing blogs about me, how oh. I'm a sexist pig, all this other stuff. And, mm uh, and I kind of heard about it, but this girl is somebody who attacks everybody. Mm. She's just one of those bitches, right? <laughs> bitches. Wow, You're dude. Bitch. Sexist. You're sexist. I don't give a fuck. Wow, dude. She's an asshole. <laughs> a fucking asshole, right? And so I was doing this stand-up bit, and then we were talking about, I forgot what it was about, right? But it was like something along the lines of, I was talking about cultural differences or whatever, right? Mm. And this dumb bitch just screams out in the middle of the crowd. She goes, You're a fucking sexist. 
right? And everybody pauses. And I was like, I was talking about race. I'm a racist, you dumb bitch. <laughs> and I started roasting her for half a fucking hour. Yeah, yeah. And then the, my, I threw out my whole set. Mm. And I was only supposed to be up there for about like 20 minutes. I went for like a half hour and I just kept destroying her on mm. stage. And this is like during the time I was doing a lot of stand-up, so I was sharp as fuck. Mm -hmm. uh, at the where she writes this whole blog saying like, this man harassed me. Oh my blah, blah. God. I was like, you came to a stand-up show, bitch. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? What the fuck else was I supposed to do? That's my stage. Yeah. And that's the only time I've ever been confronted by a hater. But she up and disappeared. She doesn't even exist anymore. You know, it's funny. A similar thing happened to me. Really? Year Like so long ago, I was doing a college show, right? I do believe it was in Chicago. Uh, I forget exactly where it was. And it was an Asian night, of course. And it was me, like Lil Craze, that whole like group of Asian musicians, right? And so I started... I was kind of first of all I was so young and second of all I was I should have kind of known more about the event. It was a fucking like woman's empowerment or I mean, some, why some, the fuck would they invite you? Well, it was as a rapper. It was some type of that event, right? So I started doing this like old little like these bars I used to spit all the time. But it starts off with um what does it say? And it the shit is supposed to be just like dumb. Um like and, and honestly, like I think the it's like really old bars I wrote. It's like I never hit a girl, but I choke a slut or some shit like that, right? It's supposed to be like on some sexual shit, like you know, you like when girls like being choked or like choking with your penis or whatever, or maybe like just I on some like it's so dumb, right? Yeah. Oh, I never hit her, but I choke her, like some like ironic shit, right? And I open with that, and I I do hear like a very like a, a gasp from <gasps> a little a little a little part of the crowd and then while I'm kind of rapping another song I hear someone yelling something from the back but I couldn't hear what she was saying and I was like wait what and and I was like oh, whatever apparently she was back there yelling that I was a misogynist and I was like I but I could not hear her and so as I'm performing First Asian Boy, I see a group of like 10 people get up and leave from the audience. Only 10? Fucking losers. <laughs> so the next Everybody day, else was like, it's kind of cool. Everyone else was chilling. So the next day, I see a fucking Tumblr post about me being a misogynist. How much you want to bet it was probably the same girl? <laughs> I doubt she was at the same schools. What school is it? I forget. Somewhere in the, like, I don't know. I think it was Chicago. I'm not sure. What event was this, though? Because this girl was notorious for going to all these Asian events in, like, the East Coast. Really? Yeah, and she would do this. I don't know. It was a I whole, bet you it was the same person. Possibly. It was a whole Tumblr post about me being a misogynist, and then all these people were tweeting about me the next day. This was my first time being, like, I guess kind of, like, canceled by people. And I just I was like, oh shit! I I was uh, I didn't really even know how to what to make of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, guys, I honestly I didn't even. First of all, I didn't mean it. <laughs> and first of all, the girl liked the choking. It, yeah, it was like it was supposed to be dirty, not sexist, but it was a whole thing. I was like, God, I'm I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I mean, listen, it's just so hard to like avoid scrutiny. You yeah. know. And nobody's fucking perfect, but at the same time, you have to understand what the medium is. This is fucking rap. This is comedy. You know, like things are supposed to be edgy. They're gonna right. be. Able, if you don't want to hear that type of stuff, then why the fuck did you come out? Like this is not. This is not. This is not it. Wow, sounds like you're victim blaming to me, David. So. Oh, you didn't know that I am a victim blamer. <laughs> 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 and I'm usually the victim, and I blame myself most of the time. Oh man, yeah, it was. It was a. It was a. It was like a crazy little Twitter. So I was getting. I had like ten arguments on Twitter that day with different people from that like group and there was one guy who uh, was was I was arguing with and then who 
eventually kind of started watching more of my content and was like, oh, okay, I understand what you're doing now. Because I would say outlandish shit to just kind of um, teach a lesson, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and then he actually DM'd me and was like, okay, you know what? I've seen more of your stuff. I get it now, right? And I couldn't DM him back. So I replied to him on Twitter. I was like, hey, man, I appreciate that, blah, blah, blah. And apparently, like, all his fucking people that were in the group with him that hated him were, like, pissed because he, like, extended this olive branch to well, me. Well, because he's he's he did his research. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And those people are just out for fucking blood, right? I still remember that one time when we were on Ascent Foods. And what happened? Loose woman. Oh, loose women. Yes. That was literally the, and the funny thing is, okay, so here's a little backstory behind this. I've taught this about my podcast where <laughs> I, I used to make this joke, right? And then we still make this joke till this day yeah. that Tim always gets, you know, the, the attention and all the girls hit on him, right? Right, right. And it, literally the joke is me making fun of myself that I'm unattractive. Right. And so anytime anybody would come up, I would say some outlandish shit. Right. I'm like, oh, look at this guy with his stupid haircut. Right. Look at this guy with his fucking big old dong. Right. Look at this. Look at these loose women just going up to any men. Right. right? And so there was these two girls. They just look like regular girls. <laughs> you know? yeah. So that's the joke. Right. Mm-hmm. They clearly just look like two pretty regular girls. Yeah. Now, mind you, if they were like out here with their titties out or whatever. No, they just look like regular ass Asian girls. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, these loose women love Tim. Yeah. And so one girl tried to make it a point to uh, put it as a, this thing of where I am like this misogynist, you know, where I'm talking down to women. And it's like, and it was her and a group of friends. And here's the annoying thing. There was like four or five guys that are close friends with them. They're yeah. like, women, do you support men like this? It's like, <laughs> bro. So I remember when that happened. Um, and, you know, now I, it taught me a lesson. Like now, you know, I always like if we make jokes about people, for the most part, I'll be like, hey, are you good with being on camera? Are you good? Blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we filmed that episode. The episode went up and I was on a plane. I was literally about to take off when I was getting all these DMs that were like, yo, um, you know, why are you doing this? Like, what, what, what did this? What did these girls do to you? This is very sexist, is misogynist, whatever. I was like, what the, what's happening? Right. And this was during the height of like the Me Too movement. It was, so everything was super heightened. <laughs> yeah. So this girl, uh, the main one that was pissed, she was like, "Yo, um, idiot." She was very angry. And then the other one in the video actually was like, "Hey, like, I actually thought it was funny. I just, you know, like, you know, my friend's pretty pissed about it, whatever." And I was like, oh, well, all right, well, shit. So I took the video down, re-edited it, took that part out, right? Um, and then what's funny is, so the one that was nice to me, Catherine, who I'm super cool with now, uh, Catherine, I was like, hey, um, look, to make it up to y'all, like, let me let me just, let's go get some food, let something out. Like, You're I'm, so much nicer than me. Because I was like, I'm, you know, hey, I didn't I didn't mean for that to, to happen that way, right? And the other one who was fucking just going in on me in my DMs was like insulted that I offered Catherine food and didn't offer her food. I'm like, hey, you're being really aggressive right now. (laughs) How would it look if I'm like, do you want some food? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It would be insulting. Yeah, I was like, yeah, exactly. So I just, I told, because I guess Catherine was like, hey, Tim said he'd take us out to food to make it up to us. And I'm like, bruh. So like, what's what's funny as shit is Catherine and that girl aren't even friends anymore. You know what I'm saying? And see, this is my point, right? <laughs> like, 
Look at all this background stuff that nobody knows about. This shows to show the character of this human being. It wasn't. It wasn't about the misogyny or or, or whatever, right? She was just. She just wanted to be famous for just about fucking anything. Or maybe she was offended, dude. You ever think of that, dude? Or she could fucking suck my dick. Wow. How about that? Wow. David So is a misogynist, and he never even went to massage school. How about that? We're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back because I'm gonna tell this guy exactly what's wrong with him. Okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. The one thing I did take responsibility for. Right was, back in. Let's go. It was it was a conversation I had with my mom. And I told my mom about this. Because I wanted to get a perspective. She's a woman, right? Mm-hmm. She goes, I think these girls are dumb, mm-hmm. right? She not not your other one that was really cool about it. Yeah. She goes, her she obviously has bad motives because most people understand that this is clearly a joke about you being, you know, un, un, unattractive. It has nothing to do with them. And I'm like, yeah. She goes, but if they weren't, they didn't know they were part of a joke, then you should have, then you were wrong. You should apologize. Ah. And so that's what I apologize yes, for. Yes, yes, yes. I did not apologize for the joke for per the se. actual joke. Yeah. I apologize the fact that they were not uh, included in the fact that it was a joke. Right. That's the thing. Right. And that's all I apologize for. I'm not going to apologize for the fucking joke because the joke was making fun of me. But because you're dumb and you don't understand it, that's my fault for not explaining it to you. I think that's the thing, right? And and that's the thing with a lot. Like the, it was the same shit with my like. Um, I apologized to her for that too. By the way, I actually DM'd her and I was like, "Hey, I talked to my mother about this. She's a woman, and she told me that the the problem is that you weren't in on the joke, yeah. and that's where I fucked up. I apologize for that, and she's but like, I don't apologize for the joke. She's whatever cunt rag. Is that no, what and she said? was still upset about it, which is fine, <laughs> dumb bitch. Yeah. Hey, she can react however she wants to uh, react. True, and I think that's a thing. That's a thing. It's like. 
we do a lot of ridiculous jokes that are obviously ridiculous, right? Yeah. Like my bars about the I never hit a chick but I choke a slut shit. It was like it was like supposed to be silly. Silly. Silly wordplay. Right? It's like that sounds like that's ironic, you know what I'm saying? And with your shit, you're like, oh, these loose women who I obviously just met, never hooked up with. It's like so ridiculous. We're it's not, like so ridiculous, obviously not, it's not true. We're not actually attacking these specific yeah. people, but a lot of people don't understand that. They yeah. don't know how to handle that. Um, and also, would you like some fruit from the Mexican fruit cart? Yes. And I guarantee the people that were DM you were her personal friends because she oh, was she yeah. was telling all her personal friends to go ahead and attack. And the funny thing is, like, I posted this video and I doubled down on it, and it got taken down. And one the guy friend that was like, "Hey, misogynist, why'd you take the video down? I'm so proud of it. I didn't take it down. You guys reported it, you idiot. The fuck are you talking about? I would have kept that shit up forever. <laughs> Fucking weirdos. So I went to the Mexican fruit cart by my house. I love this. Um, and I got a whole bunch of, if y'all don't know, uh, one time Amber Rose posted that she was getting some fruit from the Mexican fruit cart and someone was like, why she got seasoning on her fruit? <laughs> oh my God. But it's the fruit that cart. Oh, you don't get the uh, chamoy. I don't get chamoy. Um, so I just, I don't feel like, uh, I don't like doing the stickiness. Um, I just keep it tahini and lime. It's very delicious. Yeah, so we got, you know what I'm saying, if y'all don't know, in L.A. and probably like probably other cities, I'm not sure who else does it, but in California, you can find a little uh, rainbow-colored umbrella on the corner, and there's a little, a little Mexican man or woman selling delicious fruit with tahini and lime. You can get that chamoy on there. We got some watermelon. Instead. Pineapple. Coconut. Um... Mango, mm. fucking delicious. I'll tell you this though. One of the reasons why I disliked what she did so much <laughs> was because that during this time, there was a lot of women going through some real shit. Mm. You know, the whole Me Too thing. It was like legit real. Mm -hmm. And the fact that there was a lot of people at the time trying to take advantage of this situation to highlight themselves and make them look like heroes <laughs> versus really addressing a problem that was in entertainment industry mm -hmm. was fucking annoying. I was like, you're an opportunist asshole. That's why I disliked her the most. It's like, come on. David, she was hurt. Okay? It was, hey, you know what else would hurt too? What? If I kicked her in her nuts. Wow. Get it past your thick, misogynist, stupid skull. She, her feelings were hurt. And I recognize that. But also, she is a terrible human being. <laughs> All right? A terrible, terrible, terrible person that would take a really serious thing that's going on and use it to her advantage to make her look better. Wow. Well, <clears throat> Catherine is super cool. She is, and she's hot. Yeah. Yeah. She's an attractive girl, for sure. The asshole's actually really pretty, too. Yeah, they're both very pretty. Yeah. And not loose at all. Yeah. I don't know that from experience. Yeah. And uh, I wonder why they're not friends anymore. Huh. 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 Interesting, right? Hmm. I guess who's toxic now? Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I got in line for this fruit, bitch, go ahead. A white woman was in front of me with a little pretty little white son, little blonde haired, blue eyes baby. And in my head, I was like, what she know about the Mexican fruit, right? And as a, as and at, at, like a stereotype that she was, she ordered the fruit and was like, Without the without the spices, please. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and just got straight up fruit. 
That's hilarious, dude. Yeah, I giggled inside. Dude, did I ever tell you this? Though? I told it on my podcast years mm. ago, but this was during pandemic. So I was walking around South Pasadena, and if you guys know, there's a chain, a Mexican chain that's a bakery slash coffee spot. There's a little breakfast here and there called La Monarca. Okay. La Monarca is there's a spot out in South Pasadena. Now, this is during the heat of pandemic where people very concerned about COVID. Nobody knew anything about it. Everybody thought they were going to die from it. Mm-hmm. So we go into La Monarca, and there's this cute little boy and a mom. Hot ass mom, by the way. The fattest of asses. And to be honest with you, I actually walked in there because I was following her because of her ass, and I wanted coffee. So I was like, why not kill two birds with and one stone? And she was a white? Mexicana. Okay. So her son is looking around these pastries, looking for pastries or whatever. And there's a lady with a baby cart, right? And she's walking in. Mm-hmm. She looks at the kid, looks at the mom, and she goes, excuse me, how about you control your child? It's COVID. Can you get him away from me? Something like that, mm. right? Um, something and she al- was a white. She was a white. Okay. And it was crazy, right? She was like saying all this other stuff, and then she ends up calling her a bitch, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And so me and Khalifa are there, and we're like, yo, yo, hey, watch your mouth. Like, there's the kids right there. You can't just be calling this lady like a B word in front of her kid. Yeah. And she goes, why don't you just mind your own business, blah, 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 blah. And so these people uh, at um, La Monarca are there, and they're like, ma'am, you need to relax. You cannot talk to our customers that way, mm-hmm. right? And then she goes, you know what? This is how, and then I looked at her, I was like, hey, like this situation is getting out of hand and you're making people uncomfortable just relax calm down and she goes she goes well he goes you people and and she says you people to me right <laughs> i've never been called you people before <laughs> and i felt so empowered because <laughs> i've always wanted to say you people back right <laughs> and she goes you people i went you people <laughs> <laughs> It felt so satisfying. And the lady behind the counter, she was like, you can't talk to him that way. That is racist. And she goes, that is not what I meant. And she's like arguing, right? And she goes, you know what? We don't like it. And she goes, goes, excuse me, ma'am. I need you to leave, blah, 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 blah. And she goes, I am not racist, right? She goes, she goes, I. (laughs) So the the girl behind the counter who is white, Mm -hmm. right? Or so I thought, mm. because she goes, she goes, I am not, she goes, I am not racist. She goes, I'm Mexican. I was shocked that the, the racist lady was Mexican, right? I was like, oh, she's oh. not white. And the girl behind the counter who I thought white, she goes, I'm Mexican too. They start yelling at each other in Spanish. Oh, shit. So everybody was like, oh, oh, oh. We were all shocked. Wow. These two hueras are fucking Chicanas. Damn. And they started yelling at each other in Spanish. Oh, shit. It was fucking crazy, dude. Wow. And then you started speaking perfect Spanish. <laughs> and then I came out. I was like, hijole de la chingada. <laughs> and then I started speaking Spanish. <laughs> and I just screamed, I too am Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Doug. You fucking take off your pants. You have uh, Mexican flag Speedos on. <laughs> I just took, I ripped it off. <laughs> And so here's another twist. Yeah. So right, she she goes, "You people are crazy," and I'm like, "Damn, like this lady must be overprotective of her child." I look into her baby cart; it was a chihuahua. (laughs) It was a chihuahua. Oh shit! Yo, if you if you doubted that she was Mexican, she has the fucking most Mexican ass dog in there. And she walked out with a churro in her mouth. And then and then you opened the, the you took the blanket off and the Joao went, Yo quiero Taco Bell. 
Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> no, that was the most wild situation. I was so glad Khalif. I, I wrote a sketch on it without having to change anything because it was just real life. That's amazing. It was the weirdest situation I've ever been in. Wow. I, I missed that mom with the fat ass. You didn't even get her number. No, she was so hot. Wow. I tell you. I love a MILF with a big old MILFy, but it's the best. I would be the father of that child right now. All right, well, we're going to jack each other off, and we'll be right back. David, so I went into my pantry and I saw a bag full of exotic snacks that I never opened up. <laughs> Would you like to try some? No, but let's bring it out. They might be expired. Okay. But are you a man or are you a bitch? I am both. Pop that pussy for a real one real quick because <laughs> I got some snacks for you, dog. Mandem. Okay, so... Uh, this company sent me a bunch of snacks a long time ago. First of all, oh, look at this. We got, oh, uh, mango and cream Tim Tams. First of all, Tim Tams, very, 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 very sweet. Uh, they're very good, but that looks fucking fantastic. Uh, we love the Tim Tams. We love the Australians. Shout out to Australia, Australia cunt. Uh, how you going? Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide. Uh... Oh, God. They're... Oh, okay. No, they're good. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> it felt squishy at first yeah. for some reason. Mango and cream Tim Tams. Ooh, Are you ready? Smells, this smells like a good candle. It does. Ah. Oh, yeah. Ready? Cheers. Mmm. Wow. That's really good. Mmm. I don't know how to feel about this. You not feeling it yet? A little bit of crayon. <laughs> a little bit of fresh cut garlic <laughs> You know what? I like it. It's a little sweet. Um, mango sometimes aftertaste kind of reminds me of durian, so it kind of throws my tongue off. It's interesting. But I enjoy this. Will okay. I be having another one? No. It's interesting. Scale of one to ten, go. Six. Six. I will give it an eight. That's not bad. Not bad. All right, let's see what else we got here. Pringles Ramen. We can't have that right now. What the fuck? But, uh, yeah, Pringles Ramen from Japan, it looks like. See, that's a good TikTok video. It is. Oh, yeah, I should save these. Yeah, save that for TikTok. All right. Here we go. What do we have here? We have what seems to be super thin Oreos with a lemon meringue pie. I want to try that. I love Oreos. Let's do it right now. Los Oreos. Los Oreos. Uh, Oreos been coming with some crazy ass flavors. Oreos always, they always do the best when it comes to flavors. Have you had their, oh dog, what was so fire? They, they had like a, a, 
um, a pumpkin. It was like a Halloween pumpkin something cheese uh, or Oreo. It was so good. Oh. So Did you have the strawberry good. shortcake? No. Fucking amazing. Remember those strawberry shortcake ice creams? Oh, you're talking about the good humor ones? Yeah. Uh, were they good humor? Yes. Yeah, I did. The best. Yeah, I did. Here you go. So I can't read oh. Japanese, but I think it's I, looking I like can. a lemon meringue pie. I can. You can? Lemon <laughs> <laughs> number <laughs> Cheers. Tastes a little old. It definitely tastes old. I was just gonna say it would probably taste better if they weren't old. <laughs> I mean, this is good, but it tastes old now. I like a little bit of sourness in there. Scale of one to ten, go. I feel it's fresh. Yeah, seven. No, no, no. But right now. Oh, five. Yeah, same. <laughs> I would dare even say four. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. We going in today, y'all. Exotic snacks from all over Japan. ASMR to the max. You're in a thundercloud. Okay. Oh, what do we have here? Oh, Hershey's pink lemonade. Oh, how interesante. In Japan, we always mix a flavor <laughs> that you never experience. We like uh, sour with a chocolate. Sometimes a white chocolate. All right, here you go. Here's a little there's a little piece for you there. This is pink lemonade chocolate. Wow, it smells like a Starburst, which is weird because it's chocolate. Wow, sure the fuck does. All right. I like it. I like this. This might be my favorite one of the bunch. Ice cream. It, it tastes like... It tastes like a fruit-flavored ice cream. Yeah. I like it. I like it, too. Yeah. It's really sweet. It's really sweet. You know, it's that white chocolate. I give it... If the sweetness was toned... I give it a seven. Hmm. I give this a... Hmm. Mm. Nine. Whoa. I really like this. You give it a nail? Well, I give the Tim Tams an eight, so I gotta give this. Oh, that's true. Yeah. All right. ASMR ruffled to the bag in Japan. Here we go. Let's get some savory in the mix. Cheetos Electric. Uh, I don't know what country this is from. It says Tatli Asi Bibir Aromali. Uh, I don't know. Cheetos Electric, dude. I've never seen the flattest bag of Cheetos I've ever seen in These my life. These are probably going to taste so bad because it's this very old bag. It looks like it was barely sealed. Ooh. That smells old. I don't know if I even want to take one. <laughs> this smells like if you guys ever boxed anything and the tape, the glue of the tape. Oh, my God. We're going to have to try one. We have to now. Oh, man. Holy shit, dude. I think we're going to get sick. Nibble. Yep. Oh, no, that's really good. Oh, <laughs> oh this is tasty as fuck. <laughs> it tastes like a Funyun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's 10 out of 10. I get a 9.5. That's really good. Oh, but then you got that old aftertaste. Ah. Yeah, that's a, that's a 10 for me. Oh, really? Uh, okay, let's see. Skittles... I don't know what the flavor is. Is this? Can you read this? 
Oh, easy. Dude. Is that Korean? <laughs> no, this is uh, Japanese. <laughs> it says, uh, Skidus. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read kanji. I can read katakana and hiragana. It's all in kanji. You're just saying, you're making up stuff, <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Japanese, doesn't it? <laughs> and what does Korean sound like to you? Imitate it. That's what it sounds like to me, too. <laughs> 100%. If I was to imitate Korean, that's yeah, what it sounds like. Yeah. You see, what is the Yeah, it's a lot of chongriga and kongriga. It's pretty good. <laughs> what is this? Oh, this is... Look, listen, I love the color palette of these Skittles. I think they're all just faded, dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Mm. oh, what is that? Oh. Oh, that's good. Lychee? Yeah. Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> It's kind of um floral almost. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, that's that's one of my favorite bags of skills I've ever had. Oh, these are a ten for me. Yeah, those chips go back to a nine. This is a ten. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 Chodendegasana. Chodegasana. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. It's not a word at all. <laughs> okay. How about Thai? What does Thai sound like to you? Huh? <laughs> I'm Lady Boy. <laughs> Krakam Kampung. My Kampung Tangai. Sometimes it sounds like a scooter driving by. Well, this one time, my mom went to go visit my boy PD Flo at his office because I was there chilling. And um, there's a Thai word that means like, Basically, like knickknacks, like little, like whatever, mm-hmm. and it's a kachuk kachik. And my mom was going through Peter's office. She's like, she's like, yeah, little kachuk kachik everywhere. She said in Thai, right? And it's the only word Peter heard. He was like, he's like, what the fuck is kachuk kachik, dude? And I'm like, it just means like you have little like random knickknacks. He's like, oh, okay, so I'm like, but now it's the only Thai thing he remembers. So he's like, hey, tell your mom I said kachuk kachik, huh? Tell her I said kachuk kachik. Kachuk kachik. All right, what do we have here? Oh my God, I feel a little sick. <laughs> I know, we're eating so many sweet things okay. right now. Okay, this is called uh, my pote. My, oh, my pote, potato chips. My potato chips. And the flavor is just Himalayan pink salt. So oh. they should just taste like regular salted chips. My pote. My pote. <laughs> Rick sent me this uh, Instagram advertisement for this tool company, like mm-hmm. just a bunch of tools, but the company is H-O-T-O, it's a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, oh, they don't know Spanish <laughs> at all, dude. God, this hotel's delicious. <laughs> Tools. Well, I definitely can't open that. I hate it when chips make you look like a punk bitch. <laughs> I know punk bitch. Oh, oh. a little oh, gassy, are we? A little queef. I didn't expect that. Oh. Kachuk okay. Kachuk kachik. Here you go. Kachuk kachik. I'm using it all the time. Kachuk kachik. I'm sick and tired of you kids not picking up your stuff, but the kachuk kachik all over the place. <laughs> Good chip. Yeah, it's just like a salt salt chip. It's whatevs. All right. Wow. 
Oh, this is interesting. These look very old. Um, now nah, these are kind of sweaty. I don't even want to eat these. All right, forget that one. What in the fuck is that? These are Sour Patch Cola. Oh, they just probably ah. just cola candy. Yeah. I don't even know. Whatever. Um, what do we have here, guys? Uh, oh, this is. Oh man, this would be good if it was like. That sounds kind of Thai. It's, I watch a lot of Muay Thai videos, and that's what they sound like to me. <laughs> oh, this is opened already. I must have tried this already, so we won't have this. Very... I want to try one. It's watermelon. Watermelon looks like a Pocky stick. Listen, I love Pocky. They do great flavors. All right. Well, this is a old Pocky watermelon stick. Here you go. Oh, yeah. That's all I need. Old, but oh, the flavor disappeared a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. 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 All right. I don't know what this is. We'll leave that alone. Um, let's do one more here. No, I think that's good. What is the craziest thing you've tried overseas where you're like, yo, why don't they make this in the good old US of A? It's usually always like Asian snacks. Yeah. Asian snacks, they just, they're not scared to try new things, and they mm -hmm. always do the salty sweet play, which is always fucking delicious. What's your favorite flavor of Kit Kat? That's hard to say, man. Mm -hmm. um, there was this, like, I think it was, there was like a shiso flavor. It was like a, the Japanese sour plum. Mm. That shit, fire. Bomb? Mm -hmm. I had a uh, Kit Kat. It was, the packaging was yellow. It was a passion fruit, man. Uh, <gasps> passion fruit that Kit Kat. That one's hella good, too. Ooh, that shit blew my mind, bro. How do you say delicious in Thai? Um, so just like tasty is like aloy. 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 If you want to do it like correctly, correctly, it's aroy. That is hard. A little, roll a little R. Aroy. Aroy, yes. If you want to say like super good, delicious, like aroy mak, which means like very, very tasty. See, my imitation of Thai was very spot It on. was on point. <laughs> aroy mak. If, you, if my mom ever like cooks you something and she asks you if it's good, she'll go, aroy la pa. That means, is it good? And you say, aroy mak. Oh. Say the thing your mom would ask. Aroy la pa. Oh, wow. It just sounds like you just had a seizure. Aroy la pa. Aroy mak. I'm choking on my tongue. Aroy la pa. Thai's fucking hard to imitate. It's Th fucking hard. Yeah, it, it is. Um, it is. Because it kind of sounds like shit, but then it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? And there's like some very specific tongue noises you gotta do. Did I trip out when I go on YouTube and I see white people speaking Thai? It's like, how did you do that? I trip out too. They're never really like amazing but they're good enough where it's like really impressive you know what i'm saying because it's it's a difficult language like i don't know if just because of the very subtle inflections and things you got to do to say it right right the hard thing is like you'll see on youtube um i love watching polyglots and then i found out through a, a legitimate polyglot they're like oh these guys aren't polyglots they're just using certain phrases to make it sound like they know the language what's a polyglot uh it's i, I believe it's when you know four or five languages like fluently Aye. yeah so they'll know like two or three languages fluently but the other ones they just know the right things to say to make it sound like you know what the oh, language is. interesting. And then um, he was like, go f listen to a polyglot speak your language that you know very well. See how well do you think they do. And so I saw the polyglot. He goes, I speak Korean. He was speaking Korean. I was like, no, you don't speak Korean at all. Mm. Like, you just know choice phrases. And the act, it's terrible. Really? But I don't know that when I'm hearing somebody else's language because I've never course. heard it. You know, it's crazy, dog, is I've been very uh, recently, like, obsessed with watching. There's, like, a, a, a series of videos of a guy who's a language expert, and he will dissect 
different actors' accents in movies. Oh. Like he'll be like, oh, okay, so uh, what this person did with their with their tongue, they're trying to do the uh, Birmingham, Alabama accent where you do more of a y'all draw. And what's that called is where you put the tongue against the back of the roof of your mouth, it's called a shamanism or some shit like so he has all like the technical terms for the shit and like he dissects these accents and he'll say like oh Tom Cruise's British accent was like had its moments here but it was terrible here and like he breaks it all down and so fucking interesting dog and um they'll also do shit where I want uh, him to analyze our French videos oh my god (laughs) I'm sure there's things in there which are very accurate bell apps Perhaps and things that are all just caca, caca, but the parts are très magnifique. <laughs> très bon. Uh, and there was another thing I was watching where it was a language expert, one of the guys who, or the main guy that was in charge of inventing uh, Valyrian for Game of Thrones. And like oh. Dothraki and Valyrian and making up languages. But the way he would talk about the shit, he would talk about them shits like they were real. Like he'd be like, okay, so in this particular scene, Amelia Clark actually pronounces a word wrong. But the way she says it is kind of a happy accident because in the old style of Valyrian, they used to flip those consonants. Why or does whatever. he know this? Because he made it all up. <laughs> Oh, because he created it. He created it. Wow. Yeah. So he's like breaking it down. He's like, actually, what she was supposed to say here was dragabis, but what she says is draglabis. So she flips the blah and the blah. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, it's very reflective of high Valyrian, which what she learned, but you know, she's blah, blah, blah. And it's like, whoa, this is crazy. (laughs) Jamakotan. That's, it's, you know, I always wondered too. That's actually something that uh, you actually fulfill the curiosity of mine, where I wondered if these languages that they created on the show were actual languages. No, so what they'll do is, well, with Valyrian specifically, is they'll kind of like, they'll take certain aspects of, you know, maybe geography or maybe whatever, and they'll base it off other languages. So they'll say like Valyrian kind of sounds like Latin, it kind of sounds like whatever, and but then they'll they'll make it its own shit, you know what I'm saying? Where people that really analyze and break that shit down, they'll be able to kind of um, like look at even certain words because, you know, they also have to make up text for it. You know what I'm saying? So like the guy I watch, I watch a guy that breaks down all the Game of Thrones episodes and uh, and he'll be like, oh, okay. So just judging from these like signs I saw in the background, it looks like it's trying to say this, you know, just and this is just based off all the seasons he's watched, you know. That's crazy, dude. Isn't that wild? Because they do that with Star Wars or Star Trek. Star Trek with um, uh, Klingon. Uh, and Klingon, Shan. yeah. And they ha- it's uh, apparently you can learn it as a full language. Oh yeah, bro. There are people that know how to speak Klingon. Isn't that cool? Blatak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna learn how to do that. Learn how to speak Thai. You learn how to speak Klingon before you speak Thai. <laughs> <laughs> if I learn how to speak Thai, that would be amazing. One time, one time I was in my, uh, I was in high school, and this sit is it sticks out in my mind because it was so funny. And I was singing a Sean Paul song, and I was like, I did something like, uh, now you don't want to know what people say. I did something like Komokosadin and some shit like that. And the guy and the guy in my little math group, he wasn't a Sean Paul fan, but he's like, what the fuck? He was like, were you just speaking Ewok? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, that sounded like you're. In Ewok, <laughs> he's 
yourself an Ewok. It's an obscure reference, too. I mean, if he you was don't... calling you short and you let him roast you. Wow, dude. Yeah, I just changed your memory. I remember specifically one time, also in that same math class, uh, there was a girl who I wanted to take my virginity. And I looked over and I was like, yo, you should. And we we're like whispering because it was like math, like time to do work. I was like, you should take my virginity. And she was like, what? I was like, take my virginity. She was like, your fortune? I was like, my virginity. She was like, oh, maybe. And so I said that to her. And this was kind of a hot girl in our school. And the guy that uh, said I sounded like an Ewok, I remember specifically because he was like, he was at the table with me and he was like behind his book, like as I was whispering to her, and he went, oh my God. <laughs> 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 you know that reminds me of of like you remember that that seventy show um, when uh, he f- Eric found or Donna found panties in Eric's car mm. and then <laughs> she was like I bet you were fucking that slut or whatever whatnot right mm-hmm. he goes no I wasn't and then Donna's mom comes in she goes Donna those are my that's my underwear mm-hmm. and then fucking <laughs> Kelso just goes Eric you are a god <laughs> that was one of the funniest moments of that show that should crack me up um I've never seen it. You've never seen it? I'm just kidding. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, stay tuned for me and David's show, that 2020s show, uh, coming real soon to a, a theater near you. <laughs> uh, thanks for watching another episode of Dudes Behind the Motherfucking Foods. Make sure you support your local um, Mexican fruit cart man and your elotero man and uh, autumn and your palatero man. Autumn dudes selling shit on the street. Every eros. All the eros. Um, I'm Tim Chantarangsu. And I'm David So, and we forgot to tell you the other seven parts of your wardrobe. <laughs> See, I couldn't time. think of anything else. Bye. Bye. Yo, it's the dudes behind the food. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.